0: This is Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny on the Revelations Radio Network.
1: podcasting to you from the hazardously smoky forest of meadowdale washington i'm one of your hosts and my name is tim Kilkenny.
0: yes and from the almost equally hazardous smoke-filled columbia river gorge i'm andrew hoffman
1: so we are officially getting it from bc I, is it coming down from bc all the way down there for bc as well is that what's going on are you guys get you guys i know oregon has their own going on the washington coast has some going on this is not awesome yet again no we're we're getting it
0: from canada washington pretty much all of it yeah
1: yeah we are at unhealthy levels today it's like literally yeah the epa has a rating and it's like unhealthy air uh, yeah,
0: I looked up, if you go to purpleair.com Okay
1: People have sensors,
0: different locations I looked up Meadowdale Oh, did you? Yeah, and it was did like two, 200, or just under 200, which is not
1: good Yeah, it was Yeah, that's what I saw earlier too, 194 yeah. 190, or 187, yep Not, not good, no So Uh, let's paint a picture. Uh, not everybody lives in the Northwest. I couldn't even dream anything like this in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, you got grass fires and they burn and then they burn. The thing about Oklahoma is they're fast. Like, oh yeah, they'll come and get you. grass fires real fast. Yeah, Yeah, real fast. It'll come and get you, but then it's gone up here. We have all these trees, all these mountains, and it's been a little bit. It's been a dry, awesome summer. Uh, but we have, I don't know if it was a lightning strike, thunderstorms, what it was, but now we've got some serious forest fires, and it just directed energy weapons, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> is, is that is that a conspiracy theory that's out there? Is that is that occupying yeah, if, any percentage of your brain at all, or uh,
0: mainly California? Right, that's where the conspiracy theories coming from
1: but. oh the conspiracy theories coming out of california directed at energy well remember don't you remember al-qaeda like wasn't there like some like super mainstream media sloppy story that they thought the terrorists were setting the fires in california it was equal, it was like climate change plus al-qaeda yeah
0: which i've got i've got a story that kind of relates to that for later
1: but. okay but anyway, yeah. So we're just dealing with it's it's weird. It's tough air. What I was looking at today when I looked outside, I thought, you know, this is what all those pictures they show of um, China, and you can't see the skyscrapers or the cities really bad because of all the smog or whatever. Yeah. Different bigger big cities in China. I mean, today the some of the lot of tenants at the at the dealership walked around with you know masks on. I mean, it's not. Yeah, which not, don't do any good. They don't. But,
0: no. If there are, unless they're, like, rated, mm-hmm. if it's just a regular medical
1: mask, like a, you know, doctor no. would wear. No, he's, uh, you have to remember, Andrew, he's a lot attendant. He's hold, held other jobs before, perhaps painting or drywall.
0: Oh, so, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. That.
1: But, yeah, yeah you best.
0: have to have the heavy-duty the heavy yeah. duty mask to do anything with smoke, but
1: really, yeah. So, anyway, so that's what we're dealing with up here, and it's weird. I can't, I can't explain it to people. Except everybody is like kind of in a like grumpy mood, lethargic. Like people get tired, we're talking about getting tired really easily. Um, it's weird. It's weird. So,
0: well, anyway, you know, I I got up, got in the car to go to work. So it's eight o'clock, and I can stare directly at the sun. It's just an orange ball. Yeah, me too. Because of of all the haze. It's all the
1: haze. Yeah, and then when it sets, it's like this blood red. It's it's a blood moon. I don't know if you know. It's one of the ones that was predicted in uh, (laughs) the the blood sun. The blood sun conspiracy. Feast of trumpets coming up. Got blood sun. You know what that means, Andrew? You know what it means. I I I totally know what it means, bro. I
0: totally know. Al Qaeda set in forest fires. No, what it what
1: I what I think it is, this is um Okay, yeah. so the, the the thing I had a, a a regular uh totally unrelated to this show, not a you know, just a regular person in my house, a vendor of sorts, taking a look at one thing or another. I won't get into it. But he talked about the benefits of adding insulation to the uh attic. You know, with climate change and how everything's going right now, you know, it's not going to get mm. any cold, not going to get any colder. So he, they're like, that's what he said. So as a couple of guys who don't buy it, how do we explain our literal world burning around us? What I said to my wife earlier this week was, you know, this stuff happened before we got here too. I'm sure that if, well, he
0: here's the thing though. So Let's go back, you know, 300 years ago.
1: I'm ready. Let's go. All right. I'm there.
0: All right. There's lots lot of trees. This is a beautiful area, West. by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's lot, amazing. Lots of trees. Yes, got it. Uh, there was still lightning. Yes. And there were no firefighting crews to put out forest fires. Right. So. Um, this happened anyway. Forest, fire, so fire. I mean, fire is part of kind of the natural life cycle yeah. of a forest. That's how, you know, pine cones release seeds is after they get burned up, and new new trees sprout up. So you've gone from that to now. It's like okay, we we put the fires out when they happen, uh-huh. and oh, and then what we're also doing is instead of logging forests on a regular basis. Uh, no, we, we can't do that. You know, environmentalists are saying we got to protect the spotted owl. We can't log trees. And so that's been happening the last 50, 60 years. And now you combine that with some dry weather and, you know, the occasional lightning strike slash directed energy weapon and boom.
1: <laughs> Keep saying directed energy weapon. Okay, so your boom aside... I want to, I want to say one thing okay so I'm gonna play devil's advocate here clear cutting is not good right huh? uh, well
0: if you clear cut through a you know decent amount of territory that limits where a forest fire can go so I mean it does serve a it serves a purpose.
1: Okay, so as a... I have to play devil's advocate here. Because your argument sounds like this, Andrew. If you cut down a bunch of the trees, those trees won't burn. Well, is that not true? (laughs) It is true. But I'm asking you, is clear-cutting bad? Because that's the thing that they're... Because they they say, hey, we're regulating it. We're only going to do this section now and then we'll come back we'll do this section over here and they try to cycle it through
2: well
0: I mean Oregon has had the law for I don't know how long that if you do any logging it was
1: our early childhood right like 87 86 85 somewhere 88 when the spotted owl was coming out so if you do any logging even if it's
0: uh, you know if you're a logging company and you own the land you have to replant which okay you know it's like the, your logging company—it's like throw me in the briar patch. Oh, I have to replant my crop, you know.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, and you've got to replant like a certain number of trees per tree you cut down. Um, and it, it takes a long time. I mean, you know, it takes thirty years till they're big enough to harvest again. But uh, it also, you know, what a fi- what a fire does too is it burns out all the underbrush, right. And makes it so, in areas where there has been logging or has been a fire recently, it's not not as bad when a fire goes through. Even the uh, you know the Columbia River Gorge last year's fire, a lot of that forest, even where the fire went through, is not totally destroyed. Hmm. You know, it kind of goes tree to tree, moves pretty fast, and the, and a lot of the trees survive that, but. It, but that you know, it depends on the if the wind's not blowing very fat, very hard, or if a fire stays in an area. Yeah, it can burn everything down to nothing. But
1: I wish I paid as much attention to this sort of stuff as I do the news. You know that I guess we could be a little bit more educated when we talk about this. At least I could. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, cut it. It's, Cut them down before they burn down, Tim. There you go. <laughs> this, is that an, cut, cut, done? Cut, done. That's it, cut folks. Some of them we, down what, before what they get, all burn down. Yeah. Well, we're,
1: there's a, there's also been. We're ten minutes in. That's Andrew Hoffman's Boards of wisdom. I hope you guys enjoyed this show this week. <laughs> I'll talk to you there, next week. There's also you know issues with
0: insects and you know different diseases that'll kill the tree. And if it's a dead tree, it is going to burn like a torch i mean it just it's toast so that's that's part of the logging as far as thinning things out is you make sure you get any diseased trees out of there Hmm.
2: um
0: you know because like a healthy evergreen tree is not it's not going to burn that that easily you know
1: no it's a good point i always forget the trees don't just burn especially these trees but, but if
0: you want to find I mean there's a reason why uh, you know up there in Washington the Grove of the Patriarchs I'm sure you've been there I don't think so up by Rainier okay maybe so it is basically uh, river river and in between is the Grove of the Patriarchs so it's like naturally, if any fires went through there, it's let oh, does all get out and the really it's,
1: big trees?
0: Yeah, that have been been there for you know probably four or five hundred years in some cases, and it's because there's not really a, a way for a fire to get
1: to them. Right. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, um, so wait a second, hold on, let's go back. How do you tie this into like? How much you drive? Like, go, like, come on, like global warming. <laughs> I mean, did you turn off your lights? I mean, because if you did, if you turn off your lights, at least it's gonna make the smoke get better.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I I saw something that people were trying to get everyone in Spokane to turn their fans on in the same direction to blow the smoke out of. Town. Hey,
1: Spokane is struggling, <laughs> man. I mean, if you if there's extra prayers out there, I guess Spok- Spok- <laughs> Spokane. Was- is highly unhealthy right now.
0: Yeah, it was like 385, it's which it's really bad. Which that's, we had that for a few days last year and it's it's brutal. I mean, that's like when it gets inside and you see smoke in your house and it's just
1: uh,
2: ugh.
1: Uh, it's got to stink with the love with the love with the little ones especially. Yeah. You got the little ones running around and yeah. yeah, no outdoor time for the little one today. Yeah, and he ate let me let me tell you this is not a popular. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a popular call in this household. Hey, you know what we're not going to do today? Go outside. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Literally, that's all here. That's literally it. Ah, dadu.
2: No, dadu.
1: Yeah, that's it. There you go. Great job, Tim. Not letting the child outside. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on to more important things, I had a couple just kind of random things I wanted to talk about, but um, yeah, let's just do them. Let's start with them, if you don't mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with mind. one, and it's not there's no article. I, this is just you and me talking. You you and I are talking right now. Let's just keep talking. I wanted to talk about something that I've been thinking about a lot, and. I don't see any coverage of it. I mean, I'm sure there's an article here. Somebody should write an article and put it up on the web. They'll probably get all kinds of hits on The Verge. No, it won't be The Verge. It'll be <laughs> it'll be a Vigilant Citizen or something like this. But one of the things I've noticed is, have you like there? We are now naming things that were that that name meant something different in the past, and now it means something new now and we who remember what it means in the past will continue to remember that but those young kids who are growing up who are younger than us, mid-30s um, won't know what that is and I've, I've seen two examples of this I think one I've already talked about for sure but there was a super patriotic swing the flag uh, movie five, eight years ago about the Tuskegee Airmen if you remember that and uh the tuskegee airmen were was an all-black group of airmen who were in world war one and or and uh they had learned you know were one of the first people that learned to fly a plane uh and the first uh to use it in military combat but also one of the first uh, g- group of black people to learn to fly a plane okay and so that they you know would use it in the war and it was all everything was going to be hunky dory and isn't this great even the you know even now that even the segregated blacks are allowed to to kill other people you know in the air, but one of the things that struck me in that was when they talked about that, oh the Tuskegee experiment is a success oh the Tuskegee experiment it's a success oh um, interesting yeah. and it yeah and it I pointed out to my father I said do you know what that means? Oh yeah, the Tuskegee experiment. I said, dad, that's not what that's about. I said, right. you know, look up the Tuskegee experiment. And at that time, you know, when you looked it up, it would, you know, bring up the actual Wikipedia, you know, which was testing on black people by, you know, the U S government, um, medical yeah, testing. not just, yeah, giving them
0: syphilis and seeing what happened and then not treating it.
1: Yeah. You know, just to see what happens. But anyway, in that movie, the, all oh, the Tuskegee experiment was a success. Oh great! Now I can remember that Tuskegee experiment is a success, right? One of the things that struck me this last you know year or so, and we're awful late coming to this, but hey, better late than never. Uh, I asked a kid recently, a black kid, uh, you what's Black Panther, and of course he brings up what the movie. The movie. It's a superhero with a planet and everything else. And I said, right. But do you know what the original Black Panthers were about? And he couldn't answer me it's a group from the 60s i think
0: uh that was probably their heyday i think they
1: started earlier maybe yeah but that's his answer oh that's
0: that was it that's That's all he knew
1: that's all he knew no i know (laughs) thank you andrew (laughs) no but um yeah that's all he knew And it's just something to to keep in mind as we start to see things renamed. That now, we got a whole generation, they're going to think of Black Panther, and they're just going to go, boom, it's a movie, there's superheroes, there's this whole world, and that's it? Not that these people were, you know, the previous generation, like, we were raised to believe that they were into black power, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That was all about black power, but even though it was not about black power, it was about individual power, whites and blacks and civil rights. Um, But anyway, that was just... uh, one thing I've noticed, and it's time to kind of keep an eye on that sort of stuff, where things are being renamed so that in the future, you know, uh, that's all they'll be known as. Socialism is making a comeback there. Socialism making a come Like, oh, socialism being renamed? Socialism's cool. Well, like, yeah, redefined. Right, right. It, yeah. You, don't, you can't do communism, so just call it socialism. Right, communism
0: is still a little bit... It's a bridge too far, but... Let's just throw a uh, word "democratic" in front of it,
2: and right.
1: uh, and then we'll just we'll be okay. My other my other kind of random thought I wanted to talk about just real quick is: Are you keeping up with what's going on? I will I will bring this home, but we are kind of sports nuts, so I'm sure you know. Are you keeping up with Urban Meyer and what's going on at, at Ohio State? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so a few weeks ago uh when this whole story broke there's this investigative journalist who is not on not being paid like on salary by ESPN but who was a sports investigative journalist who was like who was paid by ESPN to do stories if that makes sense like he's not well he used to work for ESPN he right. was part of their big layoffs i think right he was part of their big layoffs but they still he still writes a story on occasion and it is paid by them for that story but he doesn't like hold a place at their at hmm. their at their corporate headquarters or at their offices. Yeah. Brett McMurphy. Brett McMurphy. Thank you very much for reminding me. So there was a moment a few weeks ago that showed exactly how the mainstream media worked. And I wish I would have captured it. I, I didn't take screenshots. I absolutely should have. But I'll try to just re... Uh, uh, just, just describe it. But Brett McMurphy comes forward and he says, "Hey, look, I got text messages that proves Urban Meyer." And if okay, for those who don't know, uh, there is a, a domestic abuse scandal at Ohio State University, and the big name coach, you know, is kind of implicated as always knowing that this was going on by one of his uh, underling coaches was always abusing his wife or something like that. His underling coach, who is also the son of the mentor of. Urban Meyer. Right. And who he brought with him from Florida and everything. Not to get lost in the details. This is actually kind of a media focus that I want to keep on this. But, so the guy comes out and he says, I have this story. And then people start to refute it. You know, Ohio State says, I don't know anything about this. And then he takes the whole thing, and I mean his whole investigative story, and reams, if there was reams, of text messages, (laughs) and just... Publishes it whole cloth to Facebook, okay? So it's all out there. This story's out there, okay? It's trending on Twitter on the day that this thing is print, you know, is put out there. It's trending on Twitter. It's reported on by Bleacher Report. This guy who used to work for ESPN, who's probably you know, who still gets paid by them on occasion to write stories for them, is talking about it. Reddit has, you know, a college football subreddit has like three or four posts with a thousand posts each where everybody's talking about it. A thousand comments each. I mean, it's just the number one story of that day. And it was, you know, it was weird. If you clicked over to ESPN, nothing. <clears throat> Crickets. They couldn't... Play the story. And everybody said, oh, ESPN's asleep at the wheel. They should be doing this. And, you know, it's all over Twitter. And usually what happens with Twitter, by the way, if you follow sports and Twitter at all, you can see something pop up on Twitter and then read a story about the same tweet an hour later on ESPN. They follow all these things very closely. I want to point out that ESPN, for about 24 hours... Because the next day I woke up when I remembered all this and said, I'm going to take screenshots. This is a great example to talk about on the show. And I woke up the next morning and, of course, it it was all wall-to-wall Urban Meyer. Like they had to let Mm -hmm. the floodgates open. But it just seemed like they were going to wait and see how this story went. Like they were going to see if it would pass over. Because who benefits at ESPN if, if Urban Meyer, Ohio State, is a good team? I mean, ESPN benefits because they are going to get the big money deals. They're not going to throw one of the what? I mean, honestly, top ten college football schools in the country under the bus so that they can, you know, get a, some clicks and views that day. Because later in the year, they're going to get, you know, their bread is buttered by by putting Ohio State on television. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my my two cents, man. Is that? You know, if 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 sports media can be controlled like that, there's no reason to think that other media couldn't be controlled. There's no reason to think that, you know, General Electric, if they have a vested interest in a certain war or things that are happening, it was just a good illustration. I know it doesn't matter as much because it's sports, but it's a good illustration of what I think happens often with these networks when they pick and choose what to go with and what not to. And they all choose the same
0: five stories every day. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's a good example of that. So, anyway, without further ado, let's let's get into the actual news stories of the day. Thanks for uh, letting me get those two things off my chest that I'm meaning to talk about. Sure.
0: Well, one story in a similar vein would be Yemen.
1: Yeah, that's where a great
0: point. It's a war that's been going on for years. Mm-hmm. And finally, there's a story that pops up that... Uh, they blew up a school bus and the bomb that was used to blow up was made by Lockheed Martin and supplied, you know, sold to Saudi Arabia. Um, uh, But there's been a whole war going on for years that's just no media coverage.
1: <laughs> you know? None at all. Yeah. And uh, where's the responsibility to protect? Yeah. It's, there's been some atrocities there. Uh, or
0: at least, you know, Maybe the responsibility not to sell weapons to the people doing the atrocities. I mean, but no, that's not really one of the things. Come on, <laughs> <Andrew>. <laughs> Come on, yeah, we if the the Yemenis just need to save some money and buy some weapons themselves. I think that's the what the deal is. Uh, not enough oil reserves or something. Um, but because it's. I guess this is kind of like a bridge too far. Like it's a school bus, you know, it's too good of a story to pass up, but it, it is getting some coverage, but nothing like Omarosa level. Yeah,
1: you know? no, no. <laughs> and and not to mention our own homegrown school shooting factory that happened last, last week.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Which is a so, banana I mean, par- story. I mean, it is bananas.
0: So parkland, uh,
1: was wall-to-wall
0: coverage days and days wall-to-wall uh this one i mean you would think it's like catnip for the media i mean it's ratings gold it's a terrorist a literal terrorist training camp in the desert with a compound you know great video showing the tires piled up um was there anybody
1: swinging on monkey bars Oh, they they could have been, you know, they could oh, have run come some on. kids it, out there. you would have known if there was kids I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about terrorist training on monkey bars. No, you well, you could've you could have filmed whatever you wanted out there. Okay. So we missed in the golden opportunity for monkey bars training.
0: They, they always uh, showed
1: that when they talked about Al Qaeda. Yeah.
0: Uh you know, it's a, it is a news story, but it's a minor news story that they're training people supposedly training kids to commit school shootings and they killed the kid out there. They find a dead kid,
1: a 3 year was,
0: old. That was killed in a uh um, ritual style. Yeah, in a you know ritual to whatever fix him supposedly. Um and they let most of the people out on what was it $20,000 bail.
1: But it wasn't even bail; it was like a signature bail. Like you promise you'll come back. Like you don't pay anything. Like, like don't run for the Mexican
0: border. That's like ten miles five, away, five minutes Do away. You promise?
1: Yeah. Hey, let me tell you. When I was arrested, on all those countless times I talked about in episode two hundred, no, no signature bails. No signature bails <laughs> on on us, right? No, yeah. Nobody nobody came forward and was like, "Yeah, I'll let this guy go." Come on, yeah. No this is,
0: it's you know he's in the navy
1: and everything. It's fine.
0: He's, one of them is not here legally so they must be good I mean it's, and the um, the extent to which people are dedicated to this whole um, you know oh it's just Islamophobia it's just uh, you know anything that Trump is against we've got to be for and vice versa I mean it's it's horrible for the country, but it is—it's it, an amazing thing to watch, like Trump be able to align himself with the American flag, and you know, voters and other people willingly to take the side of MS thirteen MS thirteen terrorist training camp people, you know, people. Uh, Spoiled athlete you know, and I'm putting it in quotes, like, spoiled athletes disrespecting the American flag, like, it, it just, it, it, it honestly boggles my mind. It's like, how how are people this, what is that judge thinking?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But, unless, uh, you know, maybe this was an intelligence deal
1: yeah that's exactly what it was and somehow it got covered in the news partially
0: and then it's like oh no someone sent a message to the judge saying no you let those people out they're ours and yeah so on a related note I'm gonna Mm -hmm. throw this story out there (sighs) tell me if you think it's baloney or legit okay and it's It is not a new story, but it was posted on uh, actually the Christian Daily Reporter today. Um, It's from April of this year. Uh, Tell me if if it reminds you of any other stories. Iranian-backed sleeper cell militants hibernated in the U.S. position for attack. Iranian-backed militants are operating across the United States, mostly unfettered, raising concerns in Congress and among regional experts that these sleeper cell agents are poised to launch a large-scale attack in the American homeland, according to testimony before lawmakers. Iranian agents tied to the terror group Hezbollah have already been discovered in the United States plotting attacks, giving rise to fears that Tehran could order a strike inside America should tensions between the Trump administration and Islamic Republic reach a boiling point. Um, Yada, yada, there's the requisite Peter King quote, There's mounting evidence that Iran poses a direct threat to the homeland, according to Representative Peter King. Dice Uh, my first
2: homeland.
0: Homeland. Uh, Homeland Security Committee and chair of its subcommittee on counterterrorism and intelligence. Now, this is after the... Did you see the Iranian guy's tweet? Where he's like... Oh, yeah. better, Better watch yourself, Trump. Uh... You know, no, no, got no, the, no, no!
1: It wasn't Trump. It was a, to the Canadians, uh, people who stick their nose where they shouldn't stick it, and then the. Uh, oh, I'm talking about the, I'm, I'm talking about a different story, aren't I? Yeah, because this one had a picture of the White House blowing up and said,
0: "Oh, really? Like, no, I didn't we're, see this." We're, we're really good at asymmetrical warfare, and
1: oh, good. Yeah. So So, in the last two weeks, Saudi Arabia has threatened Canada with a picture of the CN Tower and a plane flying at it and then Iran is apparently or some Iranian guy has threatened the, uh, the President of the United States yes that's all the proof I need Andrew let's go to war buddy <laughs> well
0: I don't know what do you what do you
1: think's going on what do I make of that yeah uh, the sleeper cells throughout the country story sounds baloney it's just a, just trying to stir up hate and rhetoric towards uh, Iran, which same thing they did in the early two thousands. Remember that? Well, do you remember the Iraq sleeper cell stories? I don't. So, tell me more. There was same oh, thing. Saddam same had thing. sleeper cells.
0: Yep. Ready so to attack us?
1: Do you remember remember McCarthy when he was talking about his sleeper cells? Uh,
0: McCarthy, which McCarthy?
1: Uh, the one who's worried about all the communist sleeper cells. Oh. Uh
0: Yes. Yes, yes. Well no, I wasn't alive then. Nah, come
1: yes. on, man, you were alive. Don't you were, we're Well well you know
0: Trump is like that's like his new catchphrase is McCarthyism.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what they're they're blaming him for, McCarthyism.
0: No, that's what Trump is calling the uh like Mueller thing McCarthyism.
1: Hmm. Not bad. So, yeah. Not bad. Can you explain? That's one thing I want to know, Andrew. Can you explain what in the heck is going on right now with the. With what's his name losing his security clearance and then everybody just like losing their collective minds about it? I mean, what is happening? One guy out of a million people loses his security clearance.
2: Well.
0: <laughs> I guess so the, um, at least what the talking heads have, have claimed is that the reason, you know, if you're in a position like that, that you keep your security clearance, even after you're no longer part of the CIA and no longer part of the government, uh, which, you know, I think we both subscribe to the theory that you're, you're never really out of the CIA. You're just in a different role there. Um, but the, the supposed idea is you're out, but you keep your security clearance because the people that are in now can basically call you up and say, hey, man, I've got a really tough stuff going on. Can you uh, give me some advice? Because, you know, you were so amazing in this job, uh, which obviously is never going to happen with the way Brennan has gone after the Trump administration. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Um, so it seems fairly logical that, uh, you don't really need that security clearance. Um, I don't know how you get from, uh, he lost his security clearance to his first amendment rights have been violated. It's like, no one knows what the first amendment actually means. And so <laughs> just we just get like, throw it around like first amendment.
1: Yeah. Just throw some, just throw some stuff around. I'm for the first amendment, but not the second one. That's the dirty one. but people aren't really for the first amendment
0: (laughs) at all no 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 they're not yes this is I mean Brennan uh, if he's uh, he's not quite maybe it's just because I haven't done enough research on him Uh, but if you look at his career it's kind of one of those Dick Cheney type careers Where it's like, oh, he was in charge during that point. Oh, he was there during. Oh, he's he he converted. He's a he's a big time New World Order gopher.
1: Oh, he converted to Islam in Saudi Arabia, so he's a (laughs) Wahhabist. Yeah. Which uh, which nobody has ever point blank asked him on the radio on the on the TV. Oh no! These wonderful reporters who investigative journalize everything they just go out and investigate all these things but nobody asks hey just out of curiosity are you a hobbyist <laughs> just there's
0: anything wrong with not that there's anything but, wrong with that but i think if i that feel it like it'd be awesome we'd probably elect you president but <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait come on andrew <laughs> wrong color skin though oh yeah mm-hmm. is an old mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. Not gonna work that is a great idea though maybe we should look for brennan like that'd be great brennan twenty twenty hmm? Hmm? yeah what's I mean what's the deal with the guy he's a he's a he converted to Islam and like i said like let's be honest, I don't think you or I think there's anything wrong with that it definitely shouldn't be illegal. I think that we kind of subscribe to the the judeo christian religion um but we don't care if a grown man wants to do that, who cares but if he's the head of the CIA, I got some questions. <laughs> Yeah, got some questions. <laughs> I, I got some questions. I'd like to know how does this affect your outlook, especially I don't know if you're stationed in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, there's that doesn't make there, sense. There, but people don't know that. That's another thing. People don't know. They don't know, man. Nobody knows that.
0: There's something. There's something weird with the Iran deal. Um, yep. Yep. that's that's like okay and it's not the giving billions of dollars okay that was their money all right yep. it, you always hear it on Fox News like oh Obama gave them billions of dollars of cash on crates like okay yes but it, it was their money it's not like it was our tax dollars being given to <laughs> Iran it was Iranian assets that we seized and then said okay we'll we'll give them back to you but the and I and I was for the Iran deal, like like please no Iran war, you know, we right. were definitely on that that side of things, but there was there's fishy stuff going on, and Trump getting in, messed a whole lot of stuff up,
1: yep, and remember, if we go if we pivot back to Iran, this is the third time in the last right. fifteen years that we've tried to go after Iran, Yep. yeah so
0: man it is it was you're Ron Paul it wasn't it Ron Paul's birthday today we should have elected Ron Paul
1: you're in a tough mood today my friend um, let me try and pull you out of the weeds here I, I, I started out with some rant, ranting and rambling let's get right into it I'm going to pull you out of the weeds though one man's suffering has exposed, Ma, exposed Monsanto's secrets to the world did you see this story? Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it was a verdict heard around the world in a stunning blow to one of the world's largest seed and chemical companies, because those two things go together. Right. Jurors in San Francisco have told Monsanto it must pay $289 million in damages to one man dying of cancer, which he claims was caused to uh, due to exposure to herbicides. Monsanto, which uh, became a unit of Bayer AG in June, spent decades convincing consumers, farmers, politicians, regulators to ignore mounting evidence linking its glyphosate-based herbicides to cancer and other health problems. The company has employed a range of tactics, some drawn from the same playbook used by the tobacco industry in defending the safety of cigarettes, to suppress and manipulate the scientific literature, harass journalists and scientists who did not parrot the company's propaganda, and arm-twisting collude with regulators. Indeed, one of the Monsanto's lead defense attorneys in the San Francisco case was George Lombardi, whose resume boasts of his working in defense of big tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> now, in, in this case... Through the suffering of one man, Monsanto's secretive strategies have been laid bare for the rest of the world to see. Monsanto was undone by the words of its own scientists, the damning truth illuminated through the company's emails, internal strategy reports, and other communications. The jury's verdict found not only Monsanto's Roundup and related glyphosate-based brands present a substantial danger to to people using them, but there was clear and uh, convincing evidence that monsanto's officials acted with malice or oppression in failing to adequately warn of the risks testimony and evidence presented at the trial showed that the warning signs seen, uh, seen in scientific research dated as far back as the early 1980s and have only increased over the decades but with each new study showing harm monsanto worked not to warn users or redesign its products but to create its own science to which they should uh, to show that they were safe, the company often pushed its version of science into the public realm through ghost-written work that was designed to appear independent and thus more credible. Evidence was also presented to jurors showing how closely the company had worked with the EPA officials to promote the safety messages and suppress evidence of harm. The Germany, the, excuse me, the jury how paid attention. How the much did
0: they pay Forbes to name them Company of the Year? <laughs> when was that? Uh, it's only a couple of years ago. Really? Wow. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so that there's that. Uh, praise God. Well, and the reason
0: that trial went forward and the other five thousand cases haven't is because the guy's gonna die. He's gonna so die. They, so he got it. They got a judge to basically speed up the process and let this one go forward first because. Otherwise, he wasn't going to get a chance to to be. in. He,
1: he has lymphoma, which sounds horrible, cancer of the lymph nodes. Uh, he was a, a public school worker, so he worked on uh, you know at a school district, and just used tons and tons and tons of gallons and gallons and gallons of glyphosate on all of the school lawns that he took care of to keep the weeds out and keep the grass growing, and yep. that that's what killed him and. It's crazy, man. <laughs> glyphosate is everywhere, and nobody talks about it. <laughs> yeah, it's in your food. I it's mean, in it. all kinds of stuff, and I asked, you know, I asked, you know, go looking for, hey, how do I get weeds out of my yard? And the only, like, the most consistent answer, my phone is around here beeping. Uh, the most consistent answer oh, everywhere just is, just get some Roundup. Oh, just, just get some glyphosate, you know, do some weed and feed. Get a little glyphosate, and it'll kill all the weeds, and then you don't have to worry about it. It's like, wait, but I'm I. Why do you need to put that on a forum? Like I know that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes.
0: Well, I'm aware that that exists. Thank so, you.
1: So tell me more about this weed killer that kills weeds. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking for something that's gonna not kill me or right. the people around me, but you know i think that's what everybody uses in their yard i mean there's roundup all over the place and then it gets
0: yeah it gets but, in the water supply it gets in the food supply i mean it's and this is one of the biggest deceptive things that i always see i see the same article come up over and over again oh look new study shows organic foods not any better than conventional Grown produce, and they'll say, "Oh, look, that organic apple doesn't have any more vitamins than the uh, conventionally grown apple." It's like, duh. No yeah, one, that, right? No one that promotes organic food has ever claimed
1: that
2: it has, that more, it nutrients. has more,
0: vi- more nutrients or vitamin. What it doesn't have is glyphosate.
1: Is yeah. poison in it? Yeah. Amen. That's it, buddy. But that Man, you're right, a... that article always pops up on Facebook. Look at this. Yeah. And the, and the, like the people make all f- oh, these organic heads. It's oh it's organic, it's gluten free. Oh, paying, paying twice as much for the same thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me I got some waterfront property in Idaho to sell you. Uh. <laughs> on Coeur d'Alene?
0: I'll take it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think all the I think all the uh movie stars are moving there far away from the glyphosate anyway and then that's another thing too my parents both my wife and i have talked about this both of our sets of parents kind of look at us like we're crazy when we start talking about organic food like oh we don't you know like oh this is just like something that they've made up in the last few years but i want to like scream at them like just because two decades ago they made a new kind of food that you never ate when you were a kid because it wasn't there (laughs) now it's here (laughs)
0: yeah people, people don't care organic is like what you
1: ate as a the kid. original stuff yeah <laughs> yeah I, what our parents ate as children not what we right. ate right i ate all kinds of stuff who knows it's from walmart but yeah i hear you <clears throat> anyway uh let's keep it moving oh did you hear about this catholic church thing yes I wanted to bring this up, not to... Go ahead, please. So, have you heard
0: the Alex Jones take on it? I have not. Which is, of course, the
1: Trump promotion take, but... Wait, who... Hold on a second. Who? What? Did I hear whose take?
0: The Alex Jones take. Who's Alex Jones? (laughs) Oh, yeah, He doesn't exist anymore, because he's off of... So His I haven't an, doesn't I have have an a iPhone, Facebook account.
1: I only is. go to Facebook news. Is there another place I can <laughs> yeah. visit this man?
0: Yeah. Well, uh yes, actually there is. Okay. But um, but anyway, so he he's saying the reason that this has gone forward and come out, the reason for it, which there there have been a lot of like pedophile It's crazy and the amount of pedophiles coming out. And the you know, his claim is that it's because it's not being stopped at the federal level anymore. Like they're, you know, Trump's like, yeah, take him out instead of them being protected. It's, it does seem like there's a lot more, uh, going on now than there was during the Obama or Clinton years, as far as like people getting arrested for this junk. So, Um, I don't know if it's really Trump's, if you can give Trump the credit or if you can give Obama the blame, but it is interesting that, that, you know, there does seem to be some reality to that.
1: Yeah. I don't Uh, know what's going on. Uh, there's a lot of pedophile stuff in the news, a lot of sexual abuse of children. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know what that is. You know, I wish Frank Lordy was still around to tell us about what he thinks it is. Um, you I can today? tell you that creepy Joe Biden,
0: uh, <laughs> I have a feeling in a creepy Joe Biden administration this these arrests would not be happening.
1: But Sure. Or just these stories coming out. So another name that we've actually spoke about several, uh, not several times, but at least once in the last couple of months, Asia, Asia Argento. Mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend, who I, you know, I, talk, I talked about her Instagram page being like a who's, who of the occult and like all this strange oh, stuff yeah. that's on there. Yeah. yeah, it just comes out this morning that she's kind of you know been, you know, ground zero for screaming at Cannes Film Festival about uh, being hunted there, and this is was his hunting grounds and everything else. Uh, she uh, paid out a settlement to a seventeen-year-old boy that she molested.
2: Right,
0: that who was a child who, in her movie from the early yeah, 2000s. She played was, her son and you know, when he was like seven years old, and then there's all these kind of weird, creepy sat- social media
1: posts where she's like,
0: oh, I can't wait to see you. Uh, yeah. uh, Sa-
1: truly satanic movie, by the way. The movie is like, oh, she's a horrible person. The kid lives uh, a horrible life. And then she's excited to see him, and again, you know, so it's weird. There's just so much like, pedophilia, and like it's very well, strange. But it, I mean, it's, I, I will say this though, before you say
2: there,
0: that, there's there's some coverage of, of this thing, which was huge news, a Drudge report, top of the, you know, just because she is bad does not make Harvey Weinstein
1: good. Okay. There you go. There you go. Like what? Let, right, turn- and that's the that's the direction the Trumpers are taking it. Oh look, head of the Me Too movement, she's bad. Right. Did, you're right. Me Too does not equal good. Or I mean, the, you know what I'm saying.
0: Right. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't mean that she's lying about Harvey Weinstein. Now, mm-hmm. it it means she. There's some uh, definitely hypocrisy there, but honestly, most.
1: Abusers were
0: abused Absolutely. themselves. I thought
1: the same didn't? thing after reading it. I was like, uh she's abused herself, she's abusing others. Yeah. Which I uh, you know. It's not good, obviously.
0: Is are are we a hundred percent sure that a seventeen year old male was not a willing participant?
1: No. In I, this, don't, you know? I don't think I don't think so. But it's super creepy that she knew him but, as a as a kid, right? And, was, and played his mom. I mean, it's very bad optics, Andrew. Yes, very definitely,
2: bad
0: optics. Definitely, like, seemed to be kind of uh, bringing him along. She was playing playing the long game there.
2: So, so
1: creepy. Yeah. But there is so much. Like pedophile news which before you could you couldn't even dig this up there was a, a big article written about it that I wanted to talk about in the show and I can't seem to find it it's not in our folder so take it somewhere else I'll see if I can't find it um, on the Pennsylvania thing or? or on anything actually no it was it was just about because
0: you've uh, got the the Pennsylvania one in there but.
1: oh yeah yeah I mean that's I threw that in there mainly just to, not to. I mean, obviously. What do you think, Andrew? <laughs> I wanted to hear your take. That's what I. Th- that's what I threw.
0: Well. In. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to bash the Catholic Church, and I think with a a lot of good reason. Um, and when you demand, like, okay, you can't get married, you can't have a normal heterosexual relationship. um, It is fairly predictable that the people that are going to be at least, you know, a certain percentage of people that are interested in that lifestyle aren't interested in the normal heterosexual marriage anyway. You know, it's like, well... Society doesn't approve of the pedophilia anyway, and this gives me a cover. Is like, oh, I'm a priest. That's why I'm not married.
1: <clears throat> right, right. Um, uh, is
0: I, it, and it, I, it's a it's an institutional problem. I mean, it was this covered up was, for yeah.
1: years and years and years. This is the reason I threw it in there. I wanted you to t- to kind of remind us of how, if there's a hierarchical structure here on Earth, how hard yeah. is it to take out? Yeah, not very. and and there's Because once there's the devil d- takes and, and, out the top he can just start to infest all the way down through it
0: and, and if that, you, that's
1: why christianity yeah, you know wasn't probably set up like this
0: <laughs> yeah almost almost like uh, jesus knew what he was doing
1: there you know it's just 12 dudes in a room hanging out <laughs> uh okay <laughs> <laughs> It's twelve buddies. What? Just twelve, twelve guys hanging out. I mean, it's, but there's no, none, you know, nobody wore like a giant fish hat and stood up and said, this is what we're going to do." Correct. Yes, the fish hat definitely came later. So,
0: that's what I'm saying. And it was a lot of people trace it back to the merging with the Roman Empire with Constantine, right? Where instead of like, let's kill all the Christians, he said. Um, well, let me use these guys, and oh, I'm a Christian now, and oh we're going to make it the official religion, and of course uh you know merging it with the the worship
1: of the state there which, i think i just I think I just put it all together, so Karl Rove is Constantine <laughs> reincarnated. <laughs> Combining for the combining the state and the Christian yeah.
0: religion. Yeah. Is Karl Rove responsible for like the evangelical swing back into politics? Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what you told. Remember, we we often rant about this. I think it. Well, that was definitely a big part of his strategy, but I think he. Think it was a strategy before he came along.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Well, Nixon, yeah. I think, tried to flirt with the idea a bit. I think Reagan had a good idea of how to use it, but I think Carl Rove, you know, he did some interesting things. Yes. Yeah. I got a story. It's not All in right. the folder. Why would it? Why would it be? Why would it be? Why have we ignored the horror of pedophilia for so long? We've all known for a long time that the Catholic Church. Hold on just a second. I'll try and put it in the folder. There we go. It should be in there. See what happens. We've all known that the Catholic Church has had a pedophile problem. After all, the jokes about priests and altar boys practically write themselves. Until now, it's been painted by the media and public in general as a problem with a few bad apples covered up by a few more bad apples. Despicable, but not systematic. The recent release of official investigation reports into the abuse of children within the Catholic Church has put to rest whatever notions were left at the bad apple theory. Revelations are horrific, and you can read them here. There's obviously a link. Suffice to say, it is obvious that not only did the Catholic Church have a problem with individualized uh, priests molesting their flock, they were also actively covering up for an actual pedophile ring, an organized cabal of molesters who passed victims from sicko to sicko and established their own codes for which children were vulnerable, groomed, or already violated. This wasn't a product of certain era in our church or some kind of lapse in protocol. This was the systematic sustained torture of children over decades and decades, at least. We would be very naive to believe the problem simply went away on its own. There's a good possibility the Catholic Church still has pedophiles actively serving amongst its priestly ranks. It would be easy to blame this on the religion and leave it at that. After all, it's the fashion these days to blame God or or people who believe in God for all society's ills. Except the Catholic Church isn't the only place we've seen the sexual abuse of children being revealed as a major issue. Sports, academia, and Hollywood have all all have underground pedophile issues, that are only now just beginning to bubble to the surface. Why? Why does it seem like so many people are willing to ignore pedophiles, or excuse me, pedophilia, which is easily the most grotesque violation of another human being that, you can, be, that can be imagined? Why is it so easy to find information on Hollywood's open secret of child abuse, and yet so difficult to expose the evil? Why are we so keen to give voice to the women of Me Too movement to the point where we're qualifying bad dates as sexual harassment, but not completely outraged that none of those do-gooders in Tinseltown have dared to step forward to speak up for the children who have been abused, who have also been used and abused. Even when it comes to our immigration debates, we're arguing about kids at the border, sanctuary cities, about ICE, but no one talking about the children who are trafficked over the country, uh, over the border into sexual slavery every day. It's a documented fact, easily discoverable, and yet almost never anywhere in any of our conversations about border and immigration laws. With so many people so outraged about children being separated from their parents at the border, one would think the issue of sex trafficking minors would be the only place we could all come together without allowed, with loud righteous indignations. <clears throat> Still, crickets. Oh, a few people bring it up. But what is one voice in defense of sexual abuse victims against an entire chorus of Oscars are so white, or Me Too, or whatever the hashtag of activism of the day may be? I've been thinking about this ever since I researched and wrote an article about alleged abuses on Nickelodeon. Why has this open secret been allowed to collect more victims for decades and decades? Why aren't we collectively screaming bloody murder over this? Alyssa Milano will organize a protest against the NRA in a heartbeat, is but is silent on the abuses happening in her own industry. Abuses she, as a former child actor, is most certainly aware of and may have even experienced herself. All I can think of is that... Uh, all of the ways we can harm and abuse each other, the the harm and abuse of children is among the most vile. Particularly the sexual abuse of a child. When a child is raped, their abuser is not just using their body; they are stealing the child's innocence. Innocence is a powerful thing. It is so powerful that when we lose it, it changes us forever. Adam and Eve were innocent until they disobeyed God. It wasn't only then that the nakedness. Uh, it was only then that they experienced shame at their appearance and noticed their nakedness. That loss of innocence changed the course of history, even for those who don't believe the whole thing is is just a made-up cautionary tale. That loss of innocence has brought judgment, suffering, and isolation. Many of us choose to look away rather than face the raw, bloody reality of a child who has been violated and what we know about how that violation changes a person. We cannot bear to entertain images of a child being used in that way. We must, push away, we must push away thoughts, the pictures, and how we imagine a child must scream or beg for mercy. It's enough to drive any decent person mad, so we look away. There is also an issue of guilt. Guilt is a powerful emotion, perhaps the most powerful of all. Guilt can drive us to do irrational things. Imagine the guilt of a parent must feel when they discover that, their child is, that they left their child at the hand of an abuser. For many, the thought of being responsible for that uh, is in some way just too much. And the th- think the own images that come to mind uh, are impossible to bear. And you've got a recipe for denial. Perhaps so many parents and leaders have denied the abuse they know exists be- to uh, because to acknowledge it would be to acknowledge their own shortcomings and failures as protectors and guides. Finally, there is greed. Greed is also a powerful motivator. I don't see. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't need to say much to convince anyone of that truth. It's all around us. We make TV shows about it. We write songs about it. We make movies about it. We work for greedy people, live by greedy neighbors, scold greedy relatives. Greed is everywhere. When an institution becomes powerful conduit for finances and influence, it also becomes vulnerable to the power of greed. If left alone long enough, the leaders of those institutions will soon come to believe that their influence must be protected at all costs. With no checks and balances, they become isolated in that belief and soon the entire systems are built on that belief the catholic church is especially vulnerable in this respect because they believe they are the one true church rather than simply protecting one pastor or congregation they are engaged in protecting the literal church of god they are protecting salvation what happens to the one church if it becomes known they've allowed the abuses of those jesus said were the most vulnerable and highly valued children a cover up becomes necessary as a matter of principle and with no outside scrutiny of, or enforcement the bureaucracy becomes insulated and those in charge can easily convince each other that they were doing the right thing groups like organized sports and hollywood even academia have the same issue there is so much money there is so much effort there is so much influence tied to these industries that to confront the horrifying evil of pedophilia would be too costly and too many or too costly too too many so everything is just continually covered up. Systems are put in place, aid in the uh, put in place aid in the cover-ups, and soon it just becomes another part of the bureaucracy. The flow of money must be protected at all costs. To be sure, Catholicism is not what is an issue here. The problem of pedophilia is everywhere: our churches, sports, schools, etc. One would be hard pressed to find an industry that attracts children where pedophilia is not present. What is at issue here? is how or why all of us as a society have been content to keep a lid on all of this for so long. How have we let this happen? We'll boycott the show or a movie if the star member is a member of the NRA or the director. Is a Lothario with a penchant for interns, but we don't demand Hollywood purge their ranks of their pedophiles before we give them our money again. The horror of pedophilia is understandably uncomfortable, but it is real and it is prevalent and it is pure evil. We must do more to protect these monsters. Excuse to me, out. To, to out these monsters, out their enablers, and pay penance for how much we've abused, uh, we've allowed to take place right under our noses for so long. We can no longer assume that the things we let entertain us as society are innocent as the airbrush perfection they present. We must look with critical eye towards any industry that depends on minors to survive, and where we find evil we must purge it without politics and without mercy.
0: Yeah, that's Good article, and I think, uh, the, and I saw a similar article saying, you know, there are Catholics in Pennsylvania that are like, I'm, I'm done giving money to the Catholic
1: Church. You know, it's yeah. like, I mean, um, could you could you imagine being Catholic right now? I mean, uh, seriously, yeah, S- seriously. I mean, I, I would. It's tough. It's tough, man. I got close, close family members that are Catholic, so. Yeah,
0: I, I think it that does point out some of the reasons, and I, the other element that we've talked about before, is that, I think pedophiles are placed in positions of power because they're, a hundred percent blackmailable. Yep. You know, like how are they going to stand up against? Anything, whatever you're telling them to do, if you know they're a pedophile, it's just yep. yeah. And it's, so what, what was happening is a priest would get complaints, right? It would start okay. to get complaints, it would get reported higher up. They'd take the priest to move them to a different congregation, right? And that's it. They wouldn't no, tell the new congregation, "Hey, just so you know."
1: Right, I, um, it's... it's more of the same, man. It's the same thing they've been doing. That's what every single one of these scandals comes out. That's what they did. They just move them somewhere else. And then they tell that congregation, like, oh, don't worry, we're going to get rid of them. And they get rid of them, but they just, they send them somewhere else. Yeah, And that's why you end up with, a lot of times in these stories, whether it was here or in Massachusetts or whatever, you end up with a bunch of young boys, girls, whoever abused by the same person all live within a 50 mile radius because they just, they moved the guy back and forth to different churches and different you know dioceses or whatever yeah there's
0: and you know uh friends of ours also have young kids you know and they just mentioned because a Another family's like, oh, you know, our son's—he's almost old enough to get his, whatever, b- babysitting credential—and she's our, our friend is like, you know, I don't, I don't know how to tell the other mom that like we're not letting your son watch our daughters. Like, it's just, <laughs> you
1: know, it's not gonna happen. Uh, we've we've already run into that too. <laughs> You know, <laughs> She's taking like a, the CPR class. That's really cool. Can you just uh, keep going with your dog in that direction? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, which is just like, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm, the kid is totally fine. Nice kid. Right. So, right. you know, I'm not saying it, it, but that's just like their policy. They're just like, we're not going to have our daughters watched by any male. Basically, right, it's kind of, that's not someone who, you know, like grandpa or someone that you 100% know, have known your whole life, and know is, is safe for him Which, you know, I mean, maybe that's going too far in the better safe than sorry direction, but I
1: <laughs> only takes once, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. And that's, um, are you familiar with the Luke Heimlich story? No. So Luke Heimlich is one of the best um, pitchers in the country, okay? Pitch for Oregon State. He uh, – the Oregonian was doing a, a puff piece on him, you know, about how – what a great player he is, and ran a background check on him and found that he had um, – Pled guilty as a juvenile to sexually abusing like a six year old when he was fifteen. Like a okay. niece. Okay. Um so they ran the story. And they, of course, you know, it was horrible, he's the worst person ever. Um he like he would have been a first or second round pick in the major league draft. Went totally undrafted. Got signed by a um, signed by a Chinese team, uh, Chinese pro baseball, which I didn't even know existed. And then they, under pressure from uh, the league itself, like voided his contract like two days later. So the guy, you know, I mean, he, he can't get a job. Well, Pat Casey is the coach at Oregon State and is a you know, by all accounts, like a strong Christian. Um, And he's like, you know, I've... No, we didn't know about that accusation before, but I've talked to him, like, I believe in him, I believe in the man he is, and I, you know, I don't think he did it. So he has claimed ever since the story came out, like, no, nothing happened. I signed the thing under pressure from my family just to make this thing go, go away... It was supposed to be a like um a situation that stayed secret and deferred was clear cleared from my record you know after probation when i turned 18 and well it didn't and it wrecked his life now maybe he really did those things and he's lying but it's there's also the possibility that he didn't like there's uh a therapist that got interviewed, and she's like, you know, I see all these talking heads say like, why would he ever admit to something he didn't do? And she's like, I, I see that happen all the time.
1: Yeah, could you imagine if you got yeah. two families going to war with each other? You add throwing throwing a few attorneys, and you sign one piece of paper, and it all ends. It
0: it was it was right in the middle of a divorce case of his older brother and his wife, and she was the one making the accusation that he had done it and oh jeez you know it was i think there's a good a strong possibility that the kid didn't do anything right and his whole, whole his whole life is as, as far as professionally is ruined because of that <laughs> because of that situation um i don't know so I, you know there's we certainly um this stuff needs to not get covered up, and the the victims need need justice. But at the same time, people deserve a you know a fair hearing also. So, not every accusation equals
1: truth. Absolute
2: yeah,
0: absolute truth. And and in this case, you probably never know. I mean, only really only he knows, and and the six year old girl, unless she was. Yeah, you know, coached into saying something or she might not even remember it at this point. So, yeah, the, d-
1: so. the divorce kind of lends itself, you know, crazy things happen during divorces. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Two, two last stories, both pretty short. Uh, one of them is 58 people shot in Chicago this weekend. What's your angle?
0: Uh, just that it's basically a war zone.
1: Oh and come on, it's fifty-eight the, people, bro. It's just Chicago. Nobody cares. The, uh, the police. There's no officer, guns are out there, and they're all black, so it's no big deal. The police
0: officer in the story, um, there's those things, and then there's <laughs> the other angle is the is the whole like stop snitching thing. Like the the police chief is basically like. Look, we had 300 extra cops out there. The shooting still happened because they know they're not going to get put on trial and thrown in jail because no one will come forward. You right. know? It's it's the the code there. Well, it's the code that ends up turning your neighborhood into a gangland war zone and black it is on,
1: black on yeah. black crime. it's tragedy yeah if only you know what they should do there in chicago they should get together and elect some democrats like some, yeah. some true liberals to run the, yeah. the city like they would get rid of the guns and they would they would totally clean up that area clean it right up yep yeah. and on to good news it can Just, be in like a matter of yeah. Two terms a decade they can yeah. be
0: almost as awesome as Detroit <laughs>
1: hey, there's nothing wrong with Detroit. I heard it's a budding it's 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 coming back man they're It's coming back around buy a they're house starting, for a dollar oh. yeah they're <laughs> starting to get starting to get more houses and uh, more jobs there. but let's go on to good news J p. Morgan's back to predicting Tesla stock could plunge. Because funding, you don't think this is good news? Come on, man, it's good. Some people out there may be offended. Will you please read the story you put in there? But I find it to be good news.
0: Don't ask me to take a side between J.P. Morgan and Tesla.
1: Come on, man. Somebody's got J.P. Morgan can't be wrong all the time. They got to be right about some stuff. They did get Uh, rich. Yeah,
0: they're they're not quite as notorious as Goldman Sachs for their predictions, but
1: they're pretty. They're uh, out
0: there. So, I wasn't even planning to read the story.
1: Oh, come on. Okay, fine. You don't have to read the story. But J.P. I Morgan just, is back. The, the,
0: lar- the larger uh, you know, Elon Musk thing, what do you think's going on? I have no idea,
1: man. Do you think he's crazy or crazy like a fox? I think he's crazy i know a lot of people think with the spacex stuff and everything he has created some sort of god comp i mean he's got like a god complex thing going yeah. on i think he's he, nuts he might be
0: and then there's you know he's taking ambien apparently which is not a good idea
1: yeah uh, ambien throwing some shantix there's also some wasn't there someone who claimed that he was taking, he was tweeting on acid and like he did not really deny it when he he denied it he
0: i think he's kind of yeah there's people that say he's experimented with
1: all sorts of drugs um i've experimented with all sorts of drugs i'm talking about elon tweeting on acid that he's going to take the company private someone has come out recently and said that Oh, he
0: he tweeted that recently. It said, I'm taking it private for $420 a share. Uh, $420,
1: huh, huh. Right, Uh, that's what someone said. But someone has since said that he was on acid when he made said tweet. Well, maybe. I will say this. About that?
0: He uh, has found a way to make... Almost everyone in the country that invests in stocks asks themselves the question: Do I buy Tesla stock? Yes, I think I think this might Although, be a very vari- this might be a variant of the Trump tweeting strategy.
1: Okay, you know? just get the him to talk about me. So I yeah. run in I run in the uh, <laughs> lately I've run in the stock options uh, crowd on the interwebs. And they can't stand this guy for obvious reasons. Uh, they wanted him, and they've, they've been predicting shorts every time the earnings call came up. They predict, they shorted it, they shorted it, they shorted it. They've 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 bought calls and uh, they've bought puts, and they 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 always think it's going to move in one direction or another, and it never does. It's infuriating, and everybody kind of knew don't buy options on Tesla unless you're suicidal. But there were still those diehards who held on. And then when he tweeted he was to take it private, everybody was just like, "That's crazy!" I can't believe this is happening. And then over the last week or two, it's like those guys are in heaven right now. All the people who predicted it to fall because it's it's not it's not doing well. He's like, right. "I'll sell once it hits 420," and we're closing in on upper 200s. <laughs> There's uh,
0: like 1.3 billion dollars. Um, he didn't really have funding secured. <laughs> No, I it's it's crazy, but it's almost like like yes, he could just be on drugs and freaking out. Um but it's almost like, well, is is he really that dumb? You know, like he, he if if he's just blowing up his his company with this, there's no one that can talk to him and be like, "Just
1: just lay low for a while, dude. So here's what I think, man. I, th- If you want my honest feelings on it, this is it. I think the guy is brilliant, right? He's very smart, right? I totally think that. But I think he thinks he's smarter than he really is. And I think that he th- that he thinks everyone else is dumber than they really are. And I think that he, like Trump, gets on Twitter and just starts tweeting away on any random thought he has. You don't just call the leader... Of a Thai boy rescue, you know, group, a Pedophile Peto guy. You don't call him a pedo. That's, that's craziness, man. That is true fly by the seat of your he, pants behavior. Just because he said something bad about your submarine. Trump. <laughs> Trump gets called out for a big red button and calling what's his name the Rocket Man, which is just funny. But this guy, <laughs> like you don't you call someone who didn't use your eighty thousand dollar little mini submarine, which clearly wasn't going to work. You call him a pedophile? This is, this is intelligence gone wrong. This is nobody is left anymore to tell him. Adam, I've talked about this before. Adam Carolla always had this theory that if you got rich or got to be a big deal, you had to keep all at least one of your friends from before you became a big deal around, just somebody to kick you and, and keep you from you know. <laughs> from from all of a sudden one day you put on a bolo tie and the next day you're you got cowboy <laughs> boots on and then you know then by the third day you know all of a sudden you're Don Imus. and you've never been on a ranch before but now you're just showing up in all you know cowboy garb he goes there's an example of a guy who has no childhood friends around he needs someone to like kick you and say hey dude what are you doing he has Elon has no one like that around he is lost in his own head and this my Our whole generation just worships the ground he walks on. Ooh, SpaceX. Do oh, they still Oh, you... Electric. Oh, gosh, yes. Even still with all the I want to hear from our listeners. Who out there knows people who just outright worship Elon? Elon! Elon is great. Elon, yeah. Elon! People don't even talk about the fact that all those cars lose money. I'm telling you, it's obvious I don't like the guy but I, I really do that's my honest analysis. it's jaded it's uh slanted, but I think he's just he he is very very bright, but I think he that he thinks he is brighter than he is and that everyone else is dumber than he is and the like the pedo tweet just shows me he's truly flying by the seat of his pants, and the tweet comes out you know once it hits four twenty I'm thinking about taking it private all of a sudden s e c launches investigations, people start freaking out, stocks start getting purchased there's people who are who were putting their homes on second mortgage to buy into tesla stock because it was almost guaranteed to get that extra 30 bucks from 390 to 420 it was sure thing right it's a sure thing sure thing as soon as it hits 420 you know the yeah. uh the uh the young god elon musk he's the one that said it and uh it's of course now the bottom is falling out of it and i'm sorry i called it good news i'm sure somebody out there is probably affected by this but I just find it to be funny. I don't. I don't know. for For years, he's been making crappy cars, which that's another personal, you know, issue of mine. Uh, that basically are really good at take at, at creating government subsidies and money and uh, yeah. profiting from them. And everyone thinks he's the the hottest thing since sliced bread. And I I don't think funding was secured. The Saudis. That's all you gotta say, man. Oh, the Saudis. The Saudis are gonna do it. Well, you better start producing the Saudis before the SEC gets involved because unless you're too big to fail and Tesla is not, then you're in some trouble. I
0: I tend to agree with you. It's just it seems like it's
1: too easy of an analysis. Yeah.
2: yeah, maybe
1: maybe you're right. We're too I'm not conspiratorial enough. Maybe there's yeah. some Money laundering scheme that has to you know that's tied in with Bitcoin and the Saudis. Well, and here's the thing. So he's like
0: the one billionaire who's not uh, like hardcore leftist, right? I mean, is he not? No, he's like the well, him and Peter.
1: Yeah, I was saying you're thinking about Peter Thiel, who is his partner, but no. Well, I don't know. I mean, he he went on the Trump advised business advisory board. Could you imagine if we knew two super nerds, like you and I, just you and me, and these two super nerds. We made this little website called PayPal, and we'll, we'll send money across the web. And then it just spins into this. Yeah. It'd be nice. Play more golf. Andrew Hoffman always thinking of the important thing (laughs) what's golf what's that yeah Uh, anyway anyway probably time to start wrapping it up do you have any words of wisdom for us this week
0: well just on that so on the other story we didn't talk about okay let's let's go back was kind of this uh, well I'll read it short okay Tell me, bogus story or or legit? Okay, comes sure. from CNBC, so the bogus. source source is important. <laughs> I'm financially ruined. Cryptocurrency investors are crushed by losses of seventy percent or more. Pete Roberts of Nottingham, England, was one of the many risk takers who threw their savings into cryptocurrencies when prices were going through the roof last winter. Now, eight months later, the 23000 he invested in several digital tokens is worth about 4000 and he is clear-headed about what happened. I got too, too caught up in the fear of missing out and trying to make a quick buck," he said this week. The losses have pretty much left me financially ruined. Mr. Roberts, 28, has a lot of company. After the latest round of big price drops, many cryptocurrencies have given back all of the enormous gains they experienced last winter. The value of all outstanding digital tokens has fallen by about $600 billion, or about 75% since the peak in January. The virtual currency markets have been through booms and busts before, and recovered to boom again, but this bust could have a more lasting impact on the technology's adoption because of the sheer number of ordinary people who invested in digital tokens over the last year and who are likely to associate cryptocurrencies with financial ruin for a very long time. What the average Joe hears is how friends lost fortunes. Alex, Alex Kruger, a former banker, has been trading in the cryptocurrency markets for some time. Irrational exuberance leads to financial overhang and slow progress. All right, so you get the idea. They they give other examples of these people. Uh, Forty. Forty-five year old in Korea who lives on the outskirts of Seoul said she put about hundred million won or ninety thousand dollars into cryptocurrencies last fall. She drew on savings and insurance policy and a twenty five thousand dollar loan, and her investments are now down about ninety
1: percent. Um so the first guy literally invested twenty like lost twenty grand. Yeah. And now he's financially ruined. Right. He's twenty eight so, years old. Go get a job. Yeah. I mean, okay. come on. Well, this is
0: I kind of feel like the examples are Obvious. not proving like widespread. the The premise that all there's all these cryptocurrency investors, you got wiped out. I'm having a hard time buying it. Like for, at least from the examples they give.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Remember this this stock was. I mean, this stock, this crypto was. It was like ten cents. Remember the first podcast? Gosh, that, that James Corbett did about it. Yeah, it was a famous podcast because he went, <clears throat> he went from the person in it went from one end of the country to the other, the United States by using Bitcoin only. Hmm. And in that podcast, they also uh, briefly mentioned the dark web. Anyway, but that was a long time ago. That was the stock. What was it? The big, the Bitcoin was ten cents or ten dollars or something like that. I mean, then
0: it went up to a thousand, and then there was the. Uh, Whatever Mount Gox, right? And then they the Silk Road guy got yep. taken down. Yep,
1: yep, yep. And then it went all the Crashed way to like it. it went all the way like 20 grand, like all like it, it, it was 19,700 and it was almost like a symbol, like a sign. Yeah, and it just went all within the last year. So, those people who made money in the run-up, and there was tons of money to be made for it to hit 19000 Get on YouTube, Google Bitcoin millionaire. Right. There were millionaires made overnight from this Bitcoin stuff, and now all of a sudden the Bitcoin is not worth as much, and people are just losing their hard-earned savings. I mean, I guess people are dumb. I I mean,
0: there were, but CNBC too, it's like... Okay, you're not taking any responsibility for the fact that you started hyping this, like at the very end of the run up, and having an analyst, you know, talking about it and buy, 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 and uh, doing stories about people and getting rich in Lamborghinis and stuff. It's like. (laughs) <laughs> there's no like self awareness on the part of cnbc at all of course
1: they have no 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 of course not yeah. i was just reading a story the other day about a uh, a man from i guess i think it was hood river oregon who had invested all of his money in gold and was now financially ruined
0: yeah oh yeah they had a story on cnbc today about how everyone's shorting gold and it's about to collapse <laughs> to nothing so <laughs> I was like, oh, figures, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Are you financially ruined, Andrew? Uh, I'm, I'm almost back to broke. It's like the goal for the year. Get back to broke.
1: <laughs> Never bet on something that if you lost it all, it wouldn't affect your life.
0: Take, taking a loan out for any investment seems like kind of a bad idea.
1: Come on, man. Tell me more. (laughs) What else? What other words of wisdom do you have for me tonight? (laughs) Taking a loan loan. out for investments bad.
0: Well, then again... Putting it all in gold good? Do the opposite of whatever I do, and I would not take out a loan for (laughs) investments, so maybe you should. Maybe that's, you know...
1: (laughs) Those people, I mean, there was literally forums talking about, okay, it's clearly going to increase... From 390 to 420 bucks. How many? How much stock should we buy before it hits that? And now it's down to two something. So right. you, there's people posting that they had taken out a second mortgage and everything else, saying, "Hey, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go for this," because Elon, just cause Elon, one Elon tweet, just like
2: Elon so Musk. Sure.
1: He can't be wrong. He can't be wrong. The genius, the veritable. Man of our generation,
0: what if he uh, well, no, because he's not wanting to buy it back himself
1: anyway. Not since Glenn Beck has anybody stirred so much loathing in me. (laughs) I guess guess it's, I guess it's a blind spot I need to really take care of and like look at what are the positive things about Elon? What about hair plugs? Hair plugs are good. but i mean
0: bezos and gates are way worse than
1: elon uh bezos and elon are almost the exact same and if you see the before and after pictures of them being rich hmm have you ever looked at the before after pictures of elon yeah are you just referring
0: to the baldness yeah
1: oh in the overall like overall nerdiness it's yeah. tough for a guy like me to actually throw out baldness as as looking bad i I've no hair myself, so
0: well, you also don't have a billion dollars, so if you want hair just get a billion dollars and then you can have hair again apparently apparently <laughs> oh, but we my my point was uh, <clears throat> you know i, I I I do agree with you. I think he is kind of nuts, and needs to get some sleep. Needs to not take Ambien. <laughs> uh, I I had a coworker tell me like I took Ambien for a while. And one night or one morning, I woke up, walked into the kitchen, and realized I had been up cooking in the middle of the night, not knowing it. Yeah, like you know, That's cool. just just lucky I didn't burn my house
1: down. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, this is, no, there's people gone to the store, gone driving, all they, kinds of stuff.
0: They they should have a, uh, you know, like a specific Twitter disclaimer on Ambien. That'd Look at nice. Roseanne, you
1: know. Yeah. I was oh, Ambien right. tweeting. <laughs> oh no! Everybody knows what that means. <laughs> Gosh, poor Roseanne. So, anyway, all right. We did, we did a show. You're welcome, people. Is this, is this a show? We're done with the show? I the think we're done. Show's over? Yeah. We, we did a show. Hashtag you're welcome, people. <laughs> that's, your, that's your words of wisdom. I didn't straight say from, it was words of wisdom. But. Straight from the Hoff to your ears. We did a show. Hashtag you're welcome. I'm out. No, my
0: words of wisdom is never take out a loan uh, <laughs> to make an investment and never, and always do the opposite of whatever advice I give you.
2: <laughs> A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com.
0: To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at Revelations
2: Radio Network.com and thank you for your support of this podcast.
1: You got any uh, male vitality pills we can buy, Andrew? No. No? no. Any iodine drops? No. If I didn't have a... Uh... Alex Jones's popularity is like through the roof. All of a sudden now there's a bunch of kids who are uh, researching Alex Jones. Do you hear that? There's some uh, some middle school t- gym teacher or something who never heard his kids talk about Alex Jones before in his life. And then now they're yeah. all talking about it all the time. Yeah, this is the, uh,
0: what's it called? The Streisand effect? Well oh, yeah. Must be. Did, am I getting the... No, I think what, you're
1: right, actually. I think wasn't it
0: right. her who like, tried to get stuff taken off the internet, and then it backfired and became a much larger story than it would have been?
1: In a, in a modern-day version, it would be like the, I don't know, the Mariah Carey effect, the Obama don't put this photoshop this and put this on the internet effect
0: yeah
2: (laughs) yeah